Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet, smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in, I guess. I don't know what you call it now. Uh, I'm Mike, here with John. John, I can't believe how many people are actually listening to us. It, uh... Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome, but I feel like when we started this, we were like, I mean, not, nobody's going to listen, but it'll be really fun for us. Yeah, it, this started as a good excuse for us to be able to hang out. And we're like, wouldn't it be cool if like this took off and we got to talk about barbecue all the time? Um, and I'm not going to go quite as far as Anakin, like, but it's working. <laughs> it's working. It's working. No, it is cool. We've, we've talked about it. Maybe we'll talk about it later, but a lot of people that from our childhood, from our, from high school, that we haven't talked to for years have messaged us on Facebook like, hey, heard the podcast. That's awesome. And it's like, oh. And maybe they're lying, but they don't have to say that. They could just not say anything, you know? Yeah, no, there are things there are things they're saying that they've clearly listened to it, which really humbling, like Oh yeah, it, we love it. And we really, you know, it's yeah. not lost on us yeah. for sure. So thank you to everyone. Um and last time, you know, Mike, you made a joke about it being worldwide. <laughs> our uh, our worldwide listeners are expanding. Oh. So last week we had Canada and Germany. This week we uh, we have added Romania and Thailand. Romania? Romania. And Thailand. Yeah. So when we go on tour, these are the first places we'll visit. Germany, Canada, Romania, and Thailand. I'm down. Yeah. Can we skip great. Canada though? Yeah, nobody likes Canada. Just kidding. For our Canadian listeners, it's okay. You're just America's hat. If we're going, let's just go in July. I've spent too many December and Januarys in downtown Toronto for work to to ever want to go back while it's snowing. I bet it's a little chilly. <laughs> it uh it fun random fact of fact of the day. I'm excited. Uh, and I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what they call it. I, if they call it the loop or the, I'll look this up. You can say whatever you you want. And I'd just be like, there is a, the equivalent of like an underground shopping mall in downtown Toronto. Oh really? That the down, like the main financial district, like where that a bunch of the hotels, the convention center, um, the finance district Mm. all connect into because it's so miserably cold. (laughs) In the winter that, like, you don't want to be outside. Oh, wow. So you, you go down into this, and it's like a giant high school corridor full of everybody, like, walking back and forth between the buildings. All underground. Huh? All underground. That's crazy. And they, like, naturally, like, there's restaurants down there. There's shops down there. You can get to the shopping mall down there. Like, it's a, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I have heard some pretty amazing things about Toronto. I've never been there, but I've heard it's very clean and very nice. And yeah, but, yeah. No, I uh, I flew in 
took the train from the airport <clears throat> and then took the tunnel to my hotel. I was there for three days at a, at like a big trade show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never once went outside. I was inside the entire time. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah Human was... beings, man. We adapt. There you go. going underground. We're amazing creatures. I mean, why we don't just move south where it's warm and nice, but... Well, I don't know. I get hot. We're big guys. The heat, I feel like, affects me more than the cold. But Well, uh, that's awesome. Wanted to start by reading some of your comments. So, thanks for all those who've reached out. I mean, Instagram. How else can people reach out, John? Um, so Instagram seems to be a favorite way you mm-hmm. can leave a rating and comments on most of the podcast services. Apple's, um, got some great five-star ratings for us. Thank you. We appreciate you leaving those. Yes. Um, we also have an email address. We do have an email address. Fat guys with smokers at gmail.com. So it's you can be hard to remember, but you can, I think they can do it. You can hit us up there. Normal spelling on all of those. Uh-huh. Um, or most of you know us reach yeah. out. That's the thing. A lot of these comments are like personal texts that yeah. people have call, said. Call or, or text talk us. to us, which is awesome. And we want this to be like something people can feel like they're a part of, you know what I mean? Like that's part of the fun is, is, uh, is what people say back to us. I feel like that gives us, first of all, feedback if we feel like we need to change something, but also, it just makes it fun, like that people are listening, that they care enough to shoot us a text or say, "Hey, uh, I think this or whatever." So. Yeah, Let, let's read through these and then uh, actually, I want to talk to the podcast world about how, yeah, how we can do better. What they what they want to hear from us. We've got a lot of questions today. Go for it. So, um, but to your point of old old friends coming out of the woodwork, um, my friend Chelsea called you out for for mocking your wife and talking about her five-year-old palate. Um, she commented on your reel. Um, I, I think the comment was busted with multiple <laughs> exclamation points that I hadn't, haven't talked to Chelsea in here, so it was fun to, fun to see her come in there. Yeah. Um, my buddy Thane, uh, he, this was actually a text, but he said, hey, I was listening to when we were talking about our arsenals. And John mentioned that he used his camp chef. One thing Thane said is that he uses his camp chef to start his charcoal chimneys for his drum, which I think is a great idea. But also, I think it would probably be good to make sure that you clean it out next time before you use it again. Yeah, we were talking about this Mm -hmm. this morning. Um, Yeah, that that charcoal dust can get down into the into the jets on the burners. Mm hmm. And plug them up, and then when you start your, <laughs> when that dust gets hot, it solidifies. And not speaking from personal experience or anything, then you've got to <laughs> spend time cleaning out each individual pore. So make sure you make sure you dust it off when you do that thing. Hmm. I never would have thought of that, but that's a cool idea. Um, this was a special one for me. We talked about Irv, um, in episode one. Yeah. We named the pig after him. Um. Irv passed away several years ago, just out of the blue. We lost Irv. Um, his wife, Sue, 
saw the saw the podcast saw the saw that title and reached out with some hearts and oh cool yeah it was a it, it meant a lot to me that she saw that so yeah yeah and then man we must be on fire because uh there were three or four people just commenting flames that either they want to burn us down or they're saying we're doing something right well as a professional with high school vernacular i think that when something is fire it means good so i don't think that anybody wants to burn us down i think we're killing it and that's what they're trying to tell us i'm so glad we have you to translate today's today's pop culture for us i am so pleased to offer my services i may be way off but i'm pretty sure i'm not i'll take it um yeah so we had seth seth bbq with flames dine with dunn with flames and uh barbecue with jake all hit us with flames on on one of our posts so Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate you reaching out. Thanks for thanks for sharing. Uh, but you know, one of the things Mike and I are trying to figure this out as we go. Yeah, uh, we're new. I listen to a lot of podcasts and like have ideas on what we should be doing and what we should be trying. Yeah. Um, but keep your eye on Instagram. That's just the, the easiest way to do quick polls. Mm-hmm. Um, we're thinking through a couple of things. We'll talk through a couple of those here in a few minutes. Yeah. But if you have ideas or you want to want to send us topics for us to talk about or things that you don't like that we're doing, things that you love that we're doing, send us an email, send us a DM. Uh, really appreciate the feedback. As much fun as this is for Mike and I to get together every week and sit down and talk about something that we're passionate about and we love. Uh, we also want to grow this. We want more people to listen. And, and part of that is getting input from from all of you and podcast land so yeah and we don't want anybody to like i mean our wives and i feel like our parents are like obligated to listen to each episode but we don't want people to feel like that we want it to be an enjoyable experience for everybody i'm I'm okay with a little obligation absolutely yeah i am too but i feel like people that are not familially responsible (laughs) i don't know if that's a word People that don't feel like they have to because they love us. Uh, We want you to have a good experience too. And we want this to be an engaging, you know, this is a community thing. So we want everybody to have, to have fun with it. How about familial gated? Oh, like obligated. Familial legated. Familial legated. I feel like that's a new word. I'm on board. I'm going to send it to Webster. Please do. Um... We but, should make shirts that say "familial legated." That uh, doesn't really with have like a lot th- to do with like three or four L's in the middle of it. Yes, and some fire <laughs> emojis on the bottom. <laughs> um, we'll add those with our belly, our, our yes, our bellies on on the website when we get that going. Patent pending. Yeah. So a couple of things that we're we're thinking about, um, as as much as everyone loves listening to our smooth melodic voices. Yeah. Um, we're considering adding a video element so we can do a little bit more with YouTube, reach out to another user base. Um, if -hmm. you, if you think that's a great idea, please let us know. Um, also if there's a style or a format that you really like, that's one of the things that Mike and I are looking for. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like how the cameras view us and switch and yeah, whatever. Yeah. If there's someone that's doing it really good that we can learn from, please uh, hit us with a hit us with a mention so that we can we can check them out. Yeah. Um, and then the other question, right, how are the show lengths? I've I've heard mixed mixed messages of, man, I don't even realize a whole an hour has gone by, and yeah, I didn't have time to get all the way through it. Um, yeah. We'll probably put a a poll up on this first of should we break the episodes into two parts so that it's a little bit easier to yeah more like half hour episodes instead of yeah. what are we at like fifty minutes probably average yeah we're about more. an hour I and I would say an episode would still be about the same length but we'd break it into a part one and a part two and maybe pop. do a, like a Tuesday Thursday release or something yep. so okay. So watch for those. Please give us your feedback. We really do want to make sure that this is uh, something you enjoy. And if Mike and I have a list of things we want to talk about, um, mm-hmm. but if there are things that you're interested in or 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 want to hear us debate, throw it at us. We'd love love your ideas. Yeah, that's the goal. Is we want to do we want to do what the people want. You know, we're men of the people, and I don't know. I There's I can't a... take this seriously. <laughs> I was going to say like I've got a whole bunch of like movie quotes going on in my head right now as as you say that. Um I just heard the ice rattle. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle but it uh you know. It's we, a uh, beautiful noise. We'll 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 take a moment for reverse sponsor identification and (laughs) thank maverick for taking our money this morning we actually went to two mavericks today because the first one didn't have burritos so we went three miles down the road to go to the next one yeah mike mike was not having it (laughs) i skipped breakfast for this that's a direct quote not just from now but from us in the store um, I was a little upset. <laughs> I have a problem. Okay. I admit it. It's a thing. So Maverick, when you eventually listen, we should talk. Yeah. Let's, let's fix the, the direction of our relationship. Help here. us help you. We'll have our, our people call your people. All right. Um, but we're, we're going to do something exciting to help drive some of this engagement. Yeah. Mike, do you want to you want to tell us about our giveaway that we're we're planning? I would. Yeah. So, uh props to my wife. This was her idea. Um but what we want to do is we want to do a giveaway on Instagram, is that what we're thinking? Yep. On well, Instagram, if you like and follow our our page or a certain post. How does that yeah. work? So we'll we will have a post for the giveaway. You'll mm. need to like the post, mm-hmm. follow our account, yeah, and then tag three people, three accounts, um, at least three accounts. If you want to keep going, you go for it. All day, <laughs> all, all day, all day, son, all day. <laughs> I'm so glad you watched that show too. Um, oh shoot. That's for you, Schmidt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so tag three people, 
And then the winner will get to pick uh, Meet Your Trub. Yeah. Meet Your Trub, brought to you by Hayden Barbecue. That's John's company, by the way. For those of you who didn't put two and two together. Yep. Uh, the original foray into barbecue. I don't know if I've told this story. I, I think, don't think you have. I think Go I, for I it. I think I've told a couple of versions of my story that are, are similar to this, but I don't know if I've actually uh, told it on the podcast or not. But Tell. Haley has, on occasion, tried to call my bluff and get me to slow down on smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those times, she said, early in our marriage, like, hey, this is really expensive. Like, we've either got a back off on the smoking or we've got to figure out a way to pay for it Mm. and there was no way i was going to give up (laughs) on smoking which may have been her preference i i don't know yeah (laughs) probably but i don't know um but it did not go that way yeah so it started out i went and got hooked up with a company um it's lumberjack uh pellets they're out of out of wisconsin hayward wisconsin i think Mm. um and got set up as a neighborhood distributor, which I was one of the last neighborhood distributors that they uh, they did before they... They don't re- do that anymore. Huh? No, they require brick and mortar now. Oh, um, that's cool. But, so, I buy pellets, buy the pallet load, and bring them in. And here in northern Utah, in the Cache Valley area, we're slowly narrowing in. People are going to figure out where it's not going to be hard. Yeah. Now that now that everyone knows it's Hayden Barbecue, we're in Nibley, Utah. Nibley. A, it is a small town up here in Cache Valley, Utah. Um, so yeah, we sell barbecue pellets. That's uh, eleven bucks for a twenty pound bag, which is a screaming deal. Yeah. Um, that's crazy good. Yeah. And then that eventually grew into also selling meat church rubs because for up until about a year ago. You couldn't get me church rubs anywhere within about an hour, hour and a half drive. Yeah. So being the loyal customer that I was, I was tired of driving down to Layton. Mm-hmm. I uh, reached out to meet church and said, hey, what's this going to take? Really? Uh-huh. And were they just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. They were like, yeah, as long as you've got a, you've got a business license and a tax, a tax license. Let's go. Let's get you set up. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. So how long have you been doing the pellets? I've been doing pellets for... I'm trying to think. I've been doing pellets for four, five years. Oh, really? And then Meat Church just for about a year then? Uh, no, Meat Church. Meat Church I've probably been doing for a year less than that. Oh, okay. So right around the same time. Yeah. Uh, a local store opened up that now sells meat church mm-hmm. about a year ago here in the Valley. So gotcha. a little bit of competition, but did your sales go down? Cause I feel like when I buy pellets from you, it was just like, Oh, by the way, I've got this too, if you want to. And it was just so convenient. But... Yeah. It, um, pellets drive, drive Hayden barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, that's also the, the name we use when we do catering. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Barbecue is excited to be the, the first official sponsor of the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Well, as a liaison for, I don't even know if that's the right word, for Fat Guys with Smokers, we thank you for your support. 
You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. So, um, watch for watch for the post. Yeah, like, follow, tag three people mm-hmm. wherever you are. I hope the guy in Thailand doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> that might but be if you a win, little bit more. If you win, of a ship. I will probably ship you two rubs of your choice if you're in Thailand just <laughs> just for the luck of the odds and to make it worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, shout outs. Yeah, let's do shout outs. So, I there's so many, John. Like when you first talked about doing this, I was like, well, I don't know if I really. But there's so many people that I follow that I watch their YouTube recipes, videos, things like that. That I mean, it's almost kind of hard to narrow down. Maybe when we get to our millionth episode, I'll have run out of people, but I don't think so because there's so many good people. Um, but Chud's Barbecue. Uh, the guy, uh, his name is Bradley Robinson. I've been watching a lot of his videos recently, um, building that offset. He has several videos on his YouTube page where he talks about how he built the different kinds of smokers that he uses, as well as some pretty good tips for fire management that I never would have thought of, like how to place the wood in the firebox. I would have just chucked it in, but he talks about oxygen flow and dirty fires and things like that. Um, so he also has some amazing recipes, but I have mostly just been watching his builds and his uh, offset smoker maintenance videos. Dude, so. Oh my gosh. You, when I saw that you had put that account on here, I went and looked. Mm-hmm. I currently have an obsession with burrito tacos. Ooh. And he did some burrito tacos that just, oh my gosh. I have never seen that one. I'm going to have to look it up. It was maybe four or five posts back mm-hmm. this week. Really? But yeah, I just looked the other day. Mm. I'm going to have to check it out. Yes. Burrito tacos. If you, in podcast land, if you have not had the opportunity, run, don't, actually, no, get in your car and drive to uh, to your favorite taco place and get some they're so good they're so good oh my gosh i i was kind of like what's the hype come on they can't be that good and my neighbors i took my neighbor some uh, pork that i'd smoked just to have him try it and he was making those when i went over oh my gosh it was phenomenal it's so good oh i could have eaten the whole thing yeah very good cool um well i'm gonna shout out um, Jason Wilson and his, his handle on Instagram is meat.therapy and Jason's going to be a little bit of a of a transition in into our next segment kind of the conversation today uh, just about how cool this community is and how barbecue has a way of bringing people together and bringing families together yeah um, so Jason is when I started Hayden barbecue and I like started this Instagram and I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a barbecue influencer, uh-huh. which we talked about last week, how awkward that was. Oh, I think, I think this podcast <laughs> is actually like pulling me out of that shell and like forcing me to do it. Right. Um, today we almost got hit by a car while we were trying to take our selfie because <laughs> they were trying to back up out of a parking stall. Mike wouldn't even get in the picture with me. <laughs> well, I saw the taillights. I was like, John, John, John. No, man for the gram. <laughs> My bad. Do it for the gram. I will commit harder next time. I apologize. Yeah, I just as a 
as a true millennial, I wasn't even paying attention. I was looking at my phone. Um, <laughs> but I started started this account, and I you know had my little logo, and I started following all these accounts and commenting on posts. And um, Jason had had a post about Chex Mix, and I like said, "Oh, this looks so good," and he like he DM'd me back. Oh and, wow! And I was like. Oh, like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> this I'm talk- is happening. <laughs> like I'm talking to someone that knows way more about this than I do. And, um, he, he shared his recipe with me, like talk, we, and we've talked back and forth about a couple of things. Um, but I remember how, like, like how freaked out I was. I mean, Jason's got 60, 56,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a couple of years ago, but I mean, he's. Like, I think he still had like 30 or 40,000 followers at the time mm. that I was like, like, that's crazy. Like, that this he is a real the time to DM you. Like, not that I don't think you're important, but with that many followers, that's pretty impressive. And it wasn't like a, oh, thanks for the post. Like, this is still like where I go to the recipe when I make Chex Mix. Like, I, I put a post up uh, on Hayden Barbecue um, of, Clay, my youngest, and I making this Chex Mix recipe, and like I go back to Jason's DM for for the recipe, and he sent me pictures of like how he did it, and like oh wow, walked me through the whole thing that I just thought was so cool. And Jason, you're awesome, man. Appreciate everything you've done for me, and and the interactions we've had. Um, but I think that's like I think that's so cool about the barbecue community and we've talked about this before, but you know, I, I've had some pretty big names of people with hundreds of thousands of followers, like reach out and have a conversation with me. Yeah. And like, it's, they're real people that like, they're just doing barbecue because they love doing barbecue. They love just like you and I do sitting around talking about it. Yeah. Um, that's super cool. Yeah. Well, and have you ever heard people say, like, I can't remember how it goes, like, don't meet your heroes or beware of meeting your heroes or because a lot of times people are snooty or whatever. I've not found that to be the case with these barbecue guys. I mean, like I I talked about Malcolm Reed reading my Facebook thing on his podcast, like they're so cool and so encouraging and just regular dudes who love doing what we do. It's just cool to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, and I feel bad, like I'm talking so much about Hayden barbecue and like, but one of the fun parts for me about selling pellets, like I make a little bit of money, like it's enough to offset my, my smoking habits. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not getting rich off of it at 11 bucks a bag. (laughs) I feel like you can't Um, call it smoking habits. I think that comes with a different, (laughs) that just brings up a different picture in my mind of what it is. Yeah. So Charlie, my oldest, when he was, he was probably about Clay's age. He was like three or four years old. Uh-huh. We're at church. He's in, in primary, which is the, the youth class, like the big youth group class that on Sunday. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about the word of wisdom, which is, you know, it's a, it's scripture doctrine, you know, about how we take care of our bodies. And one of the things that's in there is like that we don't smoke, that you know, tobacco is not for, for the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And one of the leaders, you know, makes some comment about smoking being bad. And he is, Charlie is just so offended. <laughs> and he's, he, you know, you know, stands up and says, smoking is good. My dad smokes all the time. <laughs> um, He's like, it's delicious. What are you trying to tell me? You know, that's it, awesome. And there are people that are like, like, what is like this kid's dad's in leadership? Like what, <laughs> like what is going on here? Luckily, one of the, one of the adult leaders in the room was like, your dad likes to smoke meat. We're talking about smoking tobacco and cigarettes. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So. I have a smoking habit, Mike, and I'm not ashamed of it. Well, you know, we can get you into twelve step program, but I'm kind of into it myself. So, yeah, yeah, this is this is the wrong place to come for support. With, exactly, yeah, with you're that. not going to get a lot of help quitting that. Yeah, but um, I lost. I don't know where. Uh, I, I don't. You, you took me off the rails my with bad. my smoking cap. Oh, you're talking about Aiden barbecue. Yeah. not making a law offsetting yeah. your smoking habit. Yeah, offsetting my smoking habit. But I love just like talking. Like Haley knows, like if I'm gonna go meet someone to deliver pellets or something, it is not going to be a quick like exchange of goods and money. Like I'm gonna spend thirty, forty five minutes sitting around talking with them. What are they cooking? What flavors do they like? And it's uh, it, that's the best part. Yeah, like being able to interact with people. Do you ever like get recipes from people like that, or ideas at least? Yeah, I, um, I do. I'm trying to like think of, think of some specific ones. I mean, there's a guy just down the road here who he does jerky. Uh, like he's got a little jerky business that he buys pellets for me for that, um. I had never really tried to make make jerky before, but it uh, it was a conversation with him that eventually led me to to first trying that. I tried to make jerky once in my drum, but I had a hard time keeping the temperature low enough. It was kind of a disaster. Yeah. But I do enjoy jerky, so. Um. So what are we talking about? Coming together. That's the goal today. We were going to play the Beatles song, but apparently John claims that the AI police will arrest us and kick us off podcasts. I don't think they'll kick us off podcasts, but I guarantee if if we played the Beatles and put it on YouTube, we'd get flagged. So what if we just performed it? Would you still get flagged? Uh, probably not because, well, you, you actually have a pretty good singing voice. Mike's done a lot of stuff in the choir. I have. That is true. I don't. My voice would be bad enough that they, they probably wouldn't be able to recognize it. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, and we've talked about, we've kind of danced around this all day, but we wanted to just talk about how cool it is to be part of the barbecue community. And how I kind of think like bringing our families into it, an excuse to be together, things like that, right? Yeah, I I mean, family is a big part of our lives. Yeah. Like it, it is our lives. Like I would argue like 
the reason I get up and go to work in the morning is not because I make so much money and it's like, it's because I want to take care of my family. It's, uh, yeah. I, I want to unlock opportunities for my family. Right. Um, it's a big part of our religion, our beliefs. Um, but family is, is everything. And, and for me, like when you, like you can't talk about family and not talk about food at the same time. Yeah. Like food, food brings my family together. I'm obviously fat. Yeah. Ergo, I love food. Um, I was going to say the same thing. Maybe food has played too big a part in my <laughs> life, but I have no regrets. Yeah. Um, but it, what are some of your favorite family meals, Mike? And like, I mean, probably ones that involve smoking just so people don't get, think we've gone too far off the rails. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, growing up, it was hard for me to just think about one growing up like dinner. It was crazy busy. Everybody was everywhere. Both my parents were working like, but dinner was where we came together and talked like every night. It was a, it was a thing. And so I don't know if I have necessarily one example, but that has been kind of a big part of, of my life. Just family dinners, Every night, that's where we, you know, come together, debrief on the day, spend time together, laugh about, you know, each other, make fun of each other. Um, but that's my favorite. One thing that I did think about, though, was when I was, I was probably 12, my uncles and my uh, grandpa own a couple of sheep herds out in the west desert of northern Utah, and... um we would go out occasionally and help them do different tasks like shearing and docking. And, and I thought, I mean, I say help. I think they were just very kind to let us as kids just kind of hang out and pretend we were part of it. Um, but there was one time when we were docking lambs. If you don't know what that means, they, uh, they cut the tail off to certain length. Uh, they paint them so that they can tell what herd they belong to. Cause there's a lot of sheep out there. And then for the males, they, they, make sure that they aren't going to have a pro I guess they castrate them. I mean, we're all adults here, right? Yeah. A little snip snip. Yeah. So our job as kids was to grab each lamb, hold its legs and just put it up on basically like a post, a table, uh, while my uncles or somebody else did the dirty work with the knives and we just had to sit and watch and you had I mean, this is disgusting. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. But I mean, if when you cut the tail, the blood was squirting you in the face. Like, we were filthy. Filthy. And I mean, it was pretty gross. Um, but we stopped for lunch. And... Oh, <laughs> Mike down. <laughs> we stopped for lunch. And uh, one of the herders had made lunch for us. And he just cooked, I mean, it was pretty basic, just some burgers over an open fire. But uh, <laughs> we should have had a YouTube going right now because my mic just fell on me and I'm just sitting here holding it. Um, anyway, we just ate those burgers. Every, I mean, there was no washing of hands. Like everybody just dug in. They were some of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. 
Uh, but the memory I think is, is really what stuck with me. It was just a cool day to be out with my cousins, my uncles and, and doing that. So, yeah, it's funny how a hard day of real work, um, can make you just so hungry. So I'm going to, I'm going to monologue here for a minute. Mike's (laughs) Mike's Mike just came came off the off the stand he's he's getting that set back up there but i uh yeah it it's memories like that that i think bring uh bring us together we you know the it's probably i think it's been three years now um my it, it was it ended up being my grandma's last thanksgiving with us um she passed away a a couple of years ago um but right before that we did a did just a huge thanksgiving cook um yeah you good there mike i hope so hang on let me all right Take take Mike back off mute. I'm bad. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That was a that was a good time. No. Um, yeah, my and you know we did this huge cook. Um, I wanted to like, I mean, I started like in September planning Thanksgiving that year. Yeah, you've talked about how much you enjoy the planning for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving is my Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, but we, we did a, a smoked Thanksgiving. I mean, I smoked a turkey. I cured, uh, that was the year that I cured my own ham. Cured the ham. Yep. That was Remember that story. And my grandma was like adamant that we had to have ham at Thanksgiving. Hmm. Um, and that year we woke up on Thanksgiving to a foot of snow out of nowhere. Oh Yeah. Like we woke up to a foot of snow and by the time dinner rolled around, I think we had had like almost two feet of snow that day. Yeah. I think I had to shovel like two or three times. Yeah. I, I can just remember that whole day, like going back and forth between making sure there were pellets in the smokers. We were like half in the garage, half out of the garage because we had so much stuff we were cooking and trying to, trying to you know fight the weather mm-hmm. um but it was like half the time i was cooking half the time i was snow blowing and like we were getting calls from people all all around the neighborhood um down at the end of the street we've got a little retirement community that mm-hmm. they've got an hoa that's supposed to take care of the snow removal for them but they never show up until it's done snowing and you know a lot of these senior yeah, citizens the who, day. who we you don't want out shoveling snow or like yeah for lots of reasons yeah trying to yeah. get out to like go to family dinners and stuff so you know we're running up and down the streets trying to get people cleared out um we had there were some friends that were supposed to head south and couldn't and they ended up over at our house so we just had this like huge group of people um and i remember how great that meal was mm. And, you know, just the conversations that were being had. And 
I remember sitting at this table and like looking up and down at a bunch of friends, a whole bunch of family and just like being like, this is the life. Like this is, yeah. these are the good old days. We're currently in them. Yeah. We, uh, we are eventually going to have to talk about the essence of man, Mike. Mm. Um, and I, I can't wait for people to hear some of those stories. Um, yeah. But, like, that was the essence of family for me, is was just sitting there, like, my body hurt from mm-hmm. all the snow I had moved and all of the, um, all the running back and forth I'd done cooking and, um, like, and I'm so grateful that I had gone overboard, like, yeah, planned <laughs> like way we were more cook- than needed. Yeah, there were supposed to be, you know, I think ten of us. There ended up being like almost twenty of us at dinner. Like, oh, wow. um, but I like it was an eighteen pound turkey and uh, you know sixteen mm-hmm. pound ham and we had potato like all of that stuff. Um, but it was awesome. Yeah, like j- I will never forget the fe- that feeling of being with all of those people. Um, and for that to be my grandma's last Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like I am always so grateful that I did the ham, that I did the things that she wanted, um, to be able to have that memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you know, we talk about smoking, we talk about how much we love food, but it's so much more than that. Like the food's awesome, but we've talked about how much the experience and the, and the cooking is fun. But man, the the excuses to be with family, I think, is my favorite part. My kids get way into whatever I'm doing. They want to be a part of it. They want a video. They want to. I mean, when I was experimenting with my egg rolls a couple of weeks ago, Damon was right there, camera in my face the whole time, like interviewing me, asking me questions, and those those experiences, like that's what it's all about, you know, like that's one of the things that keeps me going with this. I'm not a huge, I mean, I don't know. Like that's, this is just a great excuse to spend a little extra time with my kids and make those memories with them. I hope, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, the, the last thing I wanted to do last weekend was make checks mix. Like we had been running all over the place. We, um, my dad had called me and invited us to go down and, have a late lunch early dinner on uh on martin luther king day and we you know it was like an hour down and an hour back and three kids in the car and Mm -hmm. i just wanted to like get home and sit on the couch yeah and clay was just adamant he's like dad you said we were gonna make the checks mix we have to make (laughs) and he couldn't remember what it was called he he was like you know the stuff with the cereal and the pretzels <laughs> and the other stuff. Well, um, he nailed it. The way only a, a four-year-old could. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, he was into it. Like he wanted to do everything with me. And he was right there that um, you can't trade that. No, man. Like, it, and I think we get so caught up in it. You know, when you're talking about being together, like, as a family every night for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it was like, man, when the street lights came on, you got your butt home because it was dinner time and everybody had dinner together. Yeah. And it was family time. Yep. Yeah. And it was, it was that way for everybody in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. 
And I, like, I struggle with it a little bit today because I feel like everything is so overprogrammed. Oh, yeah. Overscheduled. Everything. Yeah. Everything is overscheduled. And it's, it's hard because you don't want your kids to miss out on the opportunities that come from being in sports and programs and, uh-huh. um, you know, setting themselves up for, you know, future success in life. Sure. And trying, you know, trying everything, figuring out what they like. Yeah. Yeah. But on the same hand, like I miss the expectation that used to exist that from like five thirty to seven o'clock, like you didn't call people's houses. Like no. you did like Yeah. You didn't go over, ask if they could play. That was yeah. yeah. I'm I feel the same way. And I mean, I, like, I'm just as guilty as my kids are. Like I'm running off to do this or I'm running off to do that or I'm stuck at work. Like, um, so like, I'm not saying it's my kid's fault. Like I think all of us are just so busy now and trying to do so much that Mm -hmm. I, that I miss that. And part of what I love about going and doing a big cook, like, you know, I've, I've got a pork shoulder on right now that, Mm -hmm that I uh, I probably actually need to send my wife a text to check on it because <laughs> my probe's not working the way that I want it to. Mm. Um, but, like, having that big meal, like, tends to draw people and be like, oh, like, we made a big meal, we need to sit down and eat right. it. Right, gives you kind of an excuse to put the other things on the back burner, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And as we uh, as we do that, like, it's... Man, it's it's hard to miss. Yeah, it's like you said, like in the moment, you just take a deep breath, and it's like, man, this is this is what I don't know. Like I am living the dream that I always wanted to, you know. Yeah. In those moments with family, so. Nope. Alrighty. Well, I I think that's that's about it for this week. Okay. I think we're coming coming to an end. Yeah. Um. The, yeah, just love this community. I like, yeah. love being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, hope everyone stays engaged. Like, yeah, like we talked about before, please share your thoughts. Like we want you to be part of this community too. And yeah, this is not, we don't just want to sit here and talk about what we want to talk about. We want to hopefully engage with you guys. I mean, we read comments, we only get a few. So chances are, if you comment something, we will yeah. we'll probably share it then. And hopefully change kind of the way we do things to yeah. accommodate everybody. So yeah, and hope like it, we were talking about this this morning that I love how I love how eccentric our following is right now. Like we've mm-hmm. like we've got people from all walks of life, like all people backgrounds. that we haven't talked to for years. Yeah, I yeah. I hope is as you listen to these, like you engage with some of these other accounts and like follow them and. If nothing else, it's going to make you hungry and your dinner table is going to start looking better as you try some of these recipes. But uh, mm-hmm. like more people need to experience this community. Absolutely. It's a good community to be a part of. So until next time, I'm John. I'm Mike. And we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers.
Don't forget to like, subscribe.